Hey, this is Brent from Cop Stuff 911. Just wanted to take a minute. Um, you know, a lot of these vlogs, a lot of these daily things, you have to be in a car like this. I'm to and from work. I can't do a lot of stuff at work because I'm busy working and I don't want to really be walking around with with my phone and talking. I may do that later, but right now I'm not going to really do that. But I want to talk today about some traffic stuff. I get a lot of questions of traffic laws, traffic um, behaviors, what to do, what not to do, things like that. One of the big things, and it's a pet peeve of mine, is following too closely or, or tailgating. Um, there's an actual, I'm not sure if it's a law or if it's the rule, but if you're behind a vehicle, you're not, you're supposed to be 10 feet away for every 10 miles an hour you're traveling. So if I'm traveling 30 miles an hour, I should be 30 feet from the vehicle in front of me. That gives you plenty of time to um, uh, react if the car stops, if it's going to turn and doesn't use the turn signal, which I'll get to that in just a second. Um, it's supposed to give you plenty of room to react. Um, the, a good judge is about a car length for every 10 feet, so about three car lengths difference if I'm going 30 miles an hour. If I'm going 50, five car lengths away. It really does give you reaction time. It gives you time to react to what's in front of you. Now, one of my big pet peeves is people that's tailgating me. I hate it. It's aggressive. It, it, it pisses me off a little bit. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm going. I'm going. I mean, there's cars in front of me. What do you want me to do? It shows a lot of aggression. I've noticed um, a lot of males do it and a lot of younger drivers. I don't know if they have not been taught the distance thing of following too closely, at least a, a car length away for every 10 miles an hour that you're traveling. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Um, I'm going to talk about that in some later episodes of, of parents teaching their children how to drive, rules of what to do, uh, because I, I don't know about where you're from, but here in this state, you know, getting driver's license is, is a little bit of a joke. You take a written test, you go and drive with it with someone for just a little bit, and, and you have your driver's license. So, um, yeah, when someone's right on me, and we're going 30, 40 miles an hour, I mean literally right on top of me, you... you if I have to stop all of a sudden, they're going to hit me. There, there is no doubt they're going to hit me because they don't have time to react to what's happening to me. Um, <clears throat> you can do a little friendly, easy, just a quick tap on the brake. Lights come on, just a quick tap. Maybe a double, real quick double tap saying, hey, you're too close to me, back up. A lot of your drivers know, hey, may not have been paying attention. Hey, I'm too close to that car, they'll back up. Some people are just going to piss them off. Um, you know, those people... I don't have time to deal with those type of people that's angry all the time with the aggression driving. I may just pull over, let them pass, and then get in behind. I don't have time for, for silliness. I don't have time for anger of other people. Let's face it. Driving safely is being defensive. It's not. It's controlling what I do, but it's also reacting to something someone else is going to do. Um, there's a lot of bad drivers, a lot of bad drivers, and you have to react to them. Um, especially 
you know, um, I noticed Fridays. Fridays are very, very busy where I'm at on the roads. Um, I guess people getting off work. Um, a lot of people get paid. I guess they're going to the grocery store, going to buy stuff, whatever. But a lot of people are out. You have to have patience. Just chill. Just calm down. Give yourself plenty of time wherever you're going to. And don't be in a hurry. I mean, you, you're going to get there. Number one number one rule is get there safe. If you, if you get in a wreck, um, you know, you got damage to your car. You're going to be a much, you're going to have to, the police are going to have to come and work the wreck. It's going to take a lot longer. Plus, you can be injured. The number one rule is to go where I'm going, get what I'm doing done, and get home safely. That's number one rule. Um, yeah, tailgating, big, big pet peeve of mine. Um, another thing is the um, people not using signals, uh, turn signals. I don't know, you know, laws are different in, in different states where I'm from. States, if you're going to turn off the road or turn on another, another street, um, you're supposed to give your turn signal within 100 feet of making that turn. Well, that's a guesstimate. I mean, nobody's going to go out and measure 100 feet, but give it plenty of turn. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for the benefit of the others around me. Hey, I'm going down the road, but I'm getting ready to slow down because I'm going to turn right or I'm going to turn left. You're giving other people a heads up of what you're doing. If more people would do that, I really, really feel like there would be less accidents. Um, remember, you're, you're driving defensive always because there's so many people in the road. You have no clue what they're doing, what's going on in their life, their um, uh, emotional state. You have no idea what's going on, so you have to always be on the defensive. Hey, just a quick um, little video topics I'm going to discuss all the time. Let me know what you think, and thanks so much for listening. Hey, everyone. This is Brent Cobb Stuff 911. I want to talk today, heard, heard something yesterday that I wanted to share with y'all, a, a very good point. It's, back, it's basically doing the right thing. Uh, let me explain about this. I was being told yesterday, I don't know if the person um, had read it on Twitter or, or read it or, or something, not really sure what it was, but uh, this girl uh, was talking about that she had received a speeding ticket in, I believe it was Louisiana. So says she was speeding. I, I have no idea how fast she was going, but she did receive an actual ticket for, for the speeding. So uh, the girl lived in, a, in another state. She did not live in Louisiana. She was just visiting there. So she was saying how that, oh, well, it's no big deal. Um, I don't live in Louisiana. There's nothing they can do about it. They're not going to come and get me over a speeding ticket. Well, a few weeks go by, and... Um, she gets a letter in the mail. Well, see, here's something she don't realize. Whenever she was pulled over, she had to produce some type of driver's license. And that driver's license from, was from whatever state that, that she's from. So the, the law enforcement, they have her driver's license, which has her address, her date of birth, all of that. You get a name and date of birth as law enforcement, you can get all kinds of information off of someone. So... She gets this letter stating, hey, um, you need to pay your ticket. So some more time goes by, like a couple of months. And she gets another um, uh, uh, a letter that states that uh, there's been an arrest warrant for her for failure to pay 
the ticket. Now, and that's that's true in a lot of in a lot of cases, because when you're given that ticket, you have a uh, a court date to either pay pay your fine before you go to court, or if you don't, show up to the court date and contest that ticket. So she didn't do either one. So when she didn't show up, that's actually failure to appear in court, where an actual arrest warrant can be issued. So this girl now has an arrest warrant in Louisiana for not showing up for court for her speeding ticket. Now, she's like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. I'm never going to go back to Louisiana, so there's not really anything they can do. Well, that's not true also. She then receives another letter that states, well, since you have not appeared in court, we are going to suspend your driver's license. So they can contact the state, wherever she's from, and her driver's license has been suspended because she has an unpaid ticket and didn't show up for court in another state. Now, and she didn't think, she said, there's no way they can do something because it wasn't where I live, I'll never go back to that state again. That's not true. That all goes back to do the right thing. The girl admitted that she was speeding, she got the ticket, she should have paid the fine. I mean, do, do you want tickets? Do you want to pay fines? Of course not. Money's tight for everyone. No one wants to have to do that. But if you're speeding and you get caught, you got to pay. I mean, that, that, that's that's bottom line. So I don't know what happened to this girl. I know that she no longer has a driver's license, a valid driver's license for whatever state that she's from. So I guess just wanted to say the the, the not the moral, but but what I was trying to get a point up across on this video is this girl thought I'm in another state. They won't know me. They can't do anything about it. But no, if she would have went ahead and did the right thing and paid her ticket, she's fine. She can go back to Louisiana. Hey, if this girl goes back to Louisiana for some reason and gets pulled over again. Well, there's going to be a uh, driver's license check. Uh, they're going to run her driver's license. And it's going to show that she has an active arrest warrant. She will be arrested on the spot for anything else that she does, any reason she gets pulled over. So it all goes back to do the right thing, pay your stinking ticket, and you ain't got to worry about none of this stuff. You know? I want to thank you all very much for listening. Um, yeah. You can, this is on podcast and also on YouTube. Um, so please subscribe to the podcast or subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can check, um, check it. You can get all the uh, podcast and the videos at copstuff911.com. There you have everything, the, the website. Again, thank you so much for listening. And, let, and leave some comments. Let me know what you think. Thanks. Hey, it's Brent from Cop Stuff 911. Just wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, being aware, being aware of your surroundings, being around, being aware of what's around you. You know, and today, I mean, the world world is, is a dangerous place. We, we all know that. You have, you have sexual assaults, you have kidnappings, you have robberies, you have murders, you have rapes. I mean, 
you really have to be aware of things around you. And, and one thing that we can do to help protect ourselves is to actually be more aware of our situations, especially when we're outside of our house, out in public, just being aware of things. Um, you know, the, it, and I, I'm, I've been a cop for, for a long time. And I'm a watcher of people. I, that's one thing I do. I watch people. I watch their behavior. I watch how they acted. And one thing that just really amazes me is just basically how oblivious people are to their surroundings. It, it's, it amazes me. People have this, I'm the only person around mentality, I guess, of... Uh, just walking in the way of things, looking down on their phone. On their phone is a big, big thing. Uh, people get on there, and, that's, and they're on there, and that's the only thing that exists. They're not paying attention to anything around them. Uh, a potential of a, of a dangerous situation. Have no idea. Now, especially uh, in public. You know, let's say you're going uh, to Walmart. Uh, going to the grocery store, convenient market, something like that. If you can get in the habit of before you get out of your car, just take a quick glance around. Just look around. Does everything look okay? I'm not telling you to walk around and be afraid or be scared. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just be aware. Uh, if you pull up um, to a store, uh, especially if it's nighttime and daytime too. Daytime can be just as dangerous. You're looking around and something just look, doesn't look right. There's two guys standing over here. Look out of, they look out of place. Uh, they look suspicious. They're acting funny. I'm probably going to drive to another store. I, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where things can possibly happen. Um, and, and everyone needs to start doing that. Um, something else I wanted to talk about is I have worked uh, hundreds, at least 200 um, sexual assault, rape cases, things such as that. And I'm, uh, I interview the victims every time. And one thing that at least 90% uh, and, and all of these I'm talking about are, are women. At least 90% of these women told me was that something didn't feel right. I had an uncomfortable feeling something just felt wrong now i've never read anything about this but with my experiences i'm a firm believer that i think that that women females have an extra sense that that than us guys do i think it's there for protection i think it's there to uh protect them from, from danger um and one thing I, I tell now that I talk to, to uh, women about things such as that is I think you have an extra sense that, that men don't have. Listen to that. If, if Listen to your gut feeling. If you're somewhere and you're like, wait a minute, something doesn't, this doesn't feel right. Get out of there. If, if, if you're with um, a significant other, be it a male or a female, and the situation is feeling like it's not going right, get out of that situation. Because if you have a feeling that something's not right, 
then something's probably not right or something's not going to be right in the very near future. Don't, don't let things, don't talk yourself out of your gut feelings. Listen to your gut feelings. A lot of times it's there to protect you. Um, I had a situation the other day, a good friend of mine, she uh, works at a store and uh, she was the only person there and she was going to close up. It was, she, she had a, um, a feeling and she called me and she said, hey, I've got a funny feeling. There's this guy here that he was in the store earlier and it, it, I think the store is for um, uh, kids clothing. I think that's what it's for. Um, he was here earlier. He was walking around, looking around and he didn't, he didn't look like he needed to be here. He wasn't really looking at clothes. He was just walking around. He was acting funny. I said, okay, uh, what you need to do is go ahead. I gave her the number to the local police, call them, tell them exactly what you told me, and they'll send a police officer out there to check this out. She said, well, now he's left, and he's, out, he's standing out in the parking lot, and he's just standing around. He, he's not uh, doing anything. He's acting weird. He's just standing around. So I said, yes, definitely call the police. She did call the police. They came. Um, the guy did have some warrants on him. He was acting very funny. Uh, he was, he, I think he was, um, he was on something. I, I don't remember. I read the report. He, he did get arrested. He had some warrants, and he was intoxicated, uh, drugs, alcohol. I'm not sure what it was, but he was there for, he was up to no good. And I had to talk her into calling the police. She said, oh, I don't want to bother anybody. Wonder if I'm wrong. You were right because you were listening to your gut. Even if you were wrong, who cares? It's the police job to protect the citizens, to protect and to serve. We're doing both right there. We are to protect the citizens. That's what we get paid to do. Now, who cares? If the guy was there and owned the building and he was just looking around, it was a mistake. Big deal. I, I had to talk her into this. I'm not kidding. So all I'm saying is listen to your gut. Be aware of situations around you. If you see something that doesn't look right, it's probably not right. So listen to yourself, all right? Hey, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast or watching the, the video. Um, any questions, any comments, please uh, email me, copstuff911 at gmail.com or go to the website, copstuff911.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear about. Again, thanks a lot.